digital is the infusion of technology into business. Business is you selling a product or a service at a profit. And the secret is that which is known only to the initiated few. Welcome to Digital Business Secrets. My name is Arthur Charles. So today I want to relay to you a little story. The crux of, 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 of this podcast is really that people that have been in an industry for very long don't always know or don't always have all the answers. So recently I got into an argument on a group that I, that I have um, for people from my old township, Manenberg. And there's a gentleman there who's been in politics for a long time. And we have a situation whereby the ward councillors for the area are not performing. So now we want to bring in, not bring in, we want to um, nominate people from the community to stand for ward councillors in the upcoming municipal elections. But these people have to be independent candidates and not attached to any political party. Because as you know, if you attach to a party, then you have to toe the party line. You cannot vote or decide against the party that you belong to. So these candidates have to be independent. They have to be accountable only to the community and no one else. So we're busy getting those candidates, prepping those candidates and, and trying to get nominations for those candidates. And this gentleman who's been in politics for a long time, he is not uh, impressed with our processes and the way we're doing things yet. The way we've been doing things thus far in every other area has been working and people are loving it. In fact, this gentleman, because of a community project that I've, I've basically um, launched, envisioned, spearheaded, launched, and uh, gotten a lot of media attention for, because of this community project, he was looking to recruit me for his political party. Um, anyway, that meeting um, that didn't happen. And then there's another story, there's another story, uh, a gentleman named Dean Graziosi, um, whom I listen to on podcasts, I watch his YouTube videos, etc. I've read his book, Millionaire Success Habits. Um, Dean Graziosi has a story about this exact same book, Millionaire Success Habits. When he was done writing the book, he sent the manuscript to a publisher, and the publisher came back to him and said, uh, Dean... You don't have a book. What you have is a 240 plus page conversation. You basically need a writer. So this publisher was used to a way, a certain way things are being done in the book publishing industry. So she felt that he wasn't a writer. Yet, when he published this exact same book that read as a conversation, it became a New York Times bestseller. He sold millions and hundreds of thousands of copies of this book, millions of dollars worth in book sales, which was just proof that the publisher thought that the way she knew how to do things was the only way things can get done or should get done. She had no idea that there were other ways to write a book. You can actually write a book as a conversation and the book will sell. So right now I'm busy writing a book. The book is titled Aware. Um, and then it has a byline that says how a young man navigated the streets of a Cape Flats township and lived to tell the tales. So it's basically an episodic memoir of my life from the ages of uh, seven to 27, you know, 20 years of my life on the Cape Flats. 
and I am not looking for a publisher for, for the book. So yesterday I had a conversation with a colleague of mine, an associate, uh, Theo Wilcox, and I spoke about this and I told him I'm not looking for a tra traditional publisher because my book basically reads like one long conversation. I'm just, you know, it's just me um, like sitting in a room with a friend and the two of us are talking and I'm telling him the, the story of my life really. And that's all it is. And that is why I'm not going with a traditional publisher. So the lesson that we can take from this in business is that if somebody has been in an industry or somebody's been in a particular business or somebody's been active in a particular space for a long time, it does not make them the expert. It does not mean that they know more than you. It doesn't mean that they have all the answers. Man, um, people that have been in an industry for a long time are usually the ones that do not want to take risks. They do not want to um, think outside the box, let alone go outside the box to find solutions to problems. And that right there is where uh, we find people get stuck and established companies go down. Established companies, companies that have been at the forefront of a particular industry for many years will just die like that. And that's what, we, that's what we, we're seeing with Ford Motors. Well, okay, they, the, 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 the Ford Ranger Bucky has actually saved them. It has brought them back from the brink of disaster. But that's what's been happening to the Ford Motor Company. They could not innovate because the, all they know is how they've always done it. You know, and, 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 and that's, I mean, there's a, there's a newspaper on the Cape Flats. It's called the Daily Voice. And that newspaper, they only publish doom and gloom. Only publish doom and gloom. That's not the way newspapers have run for many years. Yes, they've they run on sensation, but this, these people literally make three million rands every week from the pain, the suffering, and the heartache of the colored community of the Cape Flats. And that's where their money, that's where their money comes from. They, pay, they basically pay you 200 rand a story. So if you can submit a juicy story about who got raped, who got murdered, who... Uh, was arrested, you know, who got uh, uh, whipped by the community, all of those things, you know, whose husband is jawling with who. You can submit those stories to them. They'll pay you 200 rand for it. What they don't tell you is that they make tons more money than the 200 rand they pay you for the story. They pay you 200 rand for the story and then they run a 2,000 rand ad next to your story. So there's, there's no one way of doing things, man. So never be afraid to go outside the box. Never be afraid to think outside the box. And never be afraid to take chances and to take risks. Risk-taking is really where it's at today. Uh, what's your guy's name? Mark Zuckerberg, man. Facebook was a risk. Uh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos started Amazon in 1995. I was introduced to email. To the internet in 1995 and back then already Jeff Bezos believed that he could that the internet is going to be um, a pivotal platform for retail in future he knew that he understood that he could see that so just like that um, Sometimes not everybody has all the answers, especially those that have been in industry in industry in a particular industry for a very, very long time. Nobody, none of the car dealers in the United States came up with the best electric car brand. It was a brand new startup. Elon Musk and Tesla 
that started the best electric car brand in America. None of the established ones, none of the ones that have always that have that are doing it the way it's always been done. It's, it's just not happening. So if you are doing anything right now in business and you are doing it unconventionally, you are doing it in a manner that no one else has done it before. My advice to you is keep going. Keep going. At some point the scales will tip. Just stay innovative, stay open-minded, and eventually success will be yours. Thank you so much for listening to me. This has been Digital Business Secrets, and I am Arthur Charles.